I'm Ray Rogers. You're listening to Fix This, a podcast exploring tech ideas and solutions to some of today's largest challenges. In a globally connected world, we rely on the aviation industry and pilots more than ever. However, a shortage of pilots is looming. For example, here in the U.S., many pilots are fast approaching the mandatory retirement age of 65 within this decade. And this maturing workforce, paired with the impact of the pandemic, underscores the need to train new pilots and provide cost-effective continuing education throughout their careers. To learn more about the workforce development challenges and opportunities facing this industry, I sat down with Mikhail Klassen, founder and chief technology officer of Paladin AI, to learn how the company uses artificial intelligence and the cloud to create adaptive, personalized training for pilots. Here's Mikhail. Around the time that I was wrapping up my PhD, um, my father and I started to have these conversations about what could be done in aerospace and the amount of data that was being generated in the training of pilots and how that data wasn't really being fully utilized. Um, He had been working at CAE for a very long time where he had uh, been the chief technology officer there. And so he had seen all of these big macro trends in pilot training and the types of technologies used uh, and these amazing flight simulators. He felt that what the industry didn't really need was better and better flight simulators. What they needed was better teaching methods, better tools for understanding uh, what a pilot really needs, understanding their proficiency and competency. And, and based on that that kind of um, conversation that we had, we decided to actually make a go of this and create a pilot and AI as a result. What is this training process like for pilots when they're first entering the profession? You would enroll in a flight school that, you know, this, this might be affiliated with a college or it might be independent, and uh, you would work towards getting your private pilot's license. Um You know, following that, you still don't have the number of hours necessary to fly for an airline. You'll have to do different things. You might work as an instructor. You might go get a commercial pilot's license. uh, And and gradually, you you build up these different licenses and and ratings. And then eventually, um, you've built up uh, the, the hours that you need to eventually then get hired by one of the majors. And so this process from end to end uh, can take a few years and ends up costing a lot of people about $100,000 or more, uh, you know, all of the, the tuition, the books, the, the time in the aircraft, paying the instructor, uh, building up your hours. It's a, it's a long process and it's very expensive. What does that feedback process look like? How are they learning? Are they just training with other certified pilots? Flying a plane is, is not something that you can do just by reading about it. You really actually do have to uh, get a feel for it. And so um, that, you know, by necessity means a lot of very close work with an instructor. And sometimes that works out great. Other times it doesn't work out so great. You know, I've heard lots of stories of people who just didn't get along with their instructors, didn't click with them. Um, and that resulted in a poor experience that uh, resulted in them giving up on their dream of becoming a pilot. And this is maybe an area where we think bringing more objectivity through the use of data uh, could actually improve the training process. And uh, it's an area that really hasn't seen a lot of AI or data analysis being brought into the picture. You're on a mission to bring AI to this profession and tighten that feedback loop to give instructors and those who are learning very targeted, specific feedback on how they are doing and what they can improve on and what they've already mastered. Have these pilot training methods changed much or 
are you one of the first to really begin to introduce new tools and new thinking? The business of flying is decomposed into lots of individual specific tasks that a pilot can be expected to do. Then uh, a training curriculum is built around those tasks. What the industry has been trying to do is a transition to competency-based training. So what that means is that if, for instance, a good instructor can assess not just you know how well you do takeoffs and landings, but you know, how well do you manage the aircraft systems in a way that demonstrates problem-solving ability and situational awareness and a knowledge of procedures and these sorts of core competencies, then you can be trusted to do not just takeoffs and landings, but that you actually have the skills that will uh, serve you well, no matter what situation happens to arise. Unfortunately, like aviation is sort of this history where you know, uh, there's, there's, there's an accident, something, some tragedy occurs, and then that results in the training program being modified. The number of tasks that you can be expected to train on tends to grow over time. So how do you constrain that growth? How do you constrain the complexity of, of training that continues to increase? Well, it's by looking at your ability on a deeper level, looking at the competencies. The problem is that you know, implementing a competency-based training program in aviation after you've been doing it a certain way for decades is, is actually very challenging. And, you know, how do you do that properly? And how do you do that without making training even more expensive or cumbersome? And so <laughs> we told ourselves, well, you know, we'll build the tool that the industry needs to actually do this and, and make the industry better and safer and more efficient. As you identified this issue, what were the first things that came to mind as challenges that you could solve with a new product? You know, we built a system for capturing the data from these very advanced flight simulators, which are a full cockpit recreation on the ground with all the lights, with all the sound. It's, it's on a motion platform that's, that's shifting and moving and with very high fidelity recreates the experience of flying an aircraft. We capture all of that data in a way that's similar to how a black box on an aircraft captures data. We, we take that data and we mine that for specific patterns that uh, look like expertise. And then that lets us build a picture of the competency of this pilot. So, you know, it involved us having to set up uh, the necessary computing infrastructure to capture this data, writing the software to, to capture it on site and upload it to the cloud, writing the different machine learning algorithms that could uh, segment the data and identify what maneuver the pilot was performing, identify what qualities of the performance of that maneuver uh, were evidence of competency, and then the systems of inference that would then um, score those competencies and those maneuvers uh, according to a certain rubric that could then be used to tailor the learning program. So that was the, the, the technical challenge that we were solving. And uh, you know, all of this we then uh, put behind an interface uh, that we call Instruct IQ, and, and Instruct IQ is this application that the the flight instructor can see to get access to all of those metrics and analytics, and uh, and and learn about you know uh, what the pilot is is doing right or wrong on a deeper level. And you know some instructors will tell us, well, you know I already do that. I don't need this tool to tell me this. And we say, yes, but you know, you're very busy and you know, you are monitoring two pilots and you're you're operating the simulator and you might be taking some notes or looking at a chart that's in your lap. Like it's easy to miss stuff. And having something to offload some of that 
and provide you with objective metrics of those of those competencies is is actually very valuable. What does that interface look like for flight instructors? How do they see all of that data and how do they derive the insights from the data? We recreated the instructor's grading sheets inside the application. So they might be already using a grading sheet that's either digital or pen and paper uh, to, to score the pilot as they go through the lesson plan. So we did we, we recreated that for them in Instruct IQ. And they can use it as exactly that, as a grading sheet. They can enter notes. They can bookmark specific timestamps during the training session that they want to revisit later. They can enter in a grade for the pilot. But meanwhile, in the background, our system is uh, computing uh, like its own scores for that pilot. And at the end of the training session, when the instructor you know signs off on on um, you know, the, the session having finished, having wrapped up, then it's taken to, the instructor's taken to a session summary page. And on this page, they can see all of the grades that they've assigned. They can see all of the grades that our AI has assigned to that pilot. And they can drill down. They can look at, at each individual maneuver, every part of the lesson plan. They're able to unpack the most salient flight parameter data that was detected during that time. And they can look at performance norms. They can look at all of the different performance metrics, these identifications of competency uh, inside each maneuver. And that is this, this objective data that they can refer to that might cause them to reflect a little bit more on the grade that they assigned the pilot and they might adjust that up or down in response to our system, or they might decide that, you know, actually our, you know, our system was, was not accurate, and then that's an important feedback signal for us to, to improve the accuracy of our AI models. Um, and then we also provide them with an overall picture of the competency of this pilot at the bottom of this session summary page. And so for the instructor, it works a little bit like a grading sheet, a little bit like a debrief tool, a little bit like a dashboard of metrics that helps them to make more objective assessments of this pilot. Would this be possible without the cloud and without artificial intelligence? I think a lot of people um, would love for all of this to sort of fit inside a desktop computer that they can just sort of put in a classroom and then use that way. But I mean, we do actually need the resources of the cloud. I mean, these simulators, they generate uh, you know, gigabytes of data every day. There's a thousand different flight parameters that we're sampling three times a second. And uh, all of that data has to go somewhere. The cloud gives us the, the space to be able to capture all of that. Uh, it gives us the compute resources that we can deploy against that data lake and derive those insights. It allows us to improve models continuously. And then we deploy those models to uh, individual clients' own um, virtual private clouds that we create for each one. And what about artificial intelligence? It's not about replacing the expertise of these instructors and the value that they bring to that one-on-one -on -one training. It's more about enhancing. Think about what a good coach or tutor does for an individual learner. They're not just looking to uh, you know, grade you on your performance. They're also looking at uh, more human factors that uh, that influence expertise. So, you know, are you demonstrating leadership? Are you communicating effectively with your flight crew? Are you demonstrating situational awareness? Um, you know, are you are you getting really tense and stressed or emotional? Or uh, you know, can the instructor see that you know, you're getting 
distracted or overwhelmed, or, or maybe you're having a bad day and you're just tired. Uh, a good instructor can can uh, connect with the, the pilot uh, or any learner really on that more human level and offer the type of coaching and mentoring that allows for those uh, less technical skills to be developed. How can Instruct IQ help lower the cost for airlines? We have a number of uh, contracts with some various early pilot programs, no pun intended, with a number of different airlines. And, uh, you know, those are underway right now. It's a little bit premature to talk about uh, the results, but, you know, we're really excited to be working with some really amazing airlines um, to have them test out Instruct IQ and see what it can do for them. In terms of saving them cost on training, we know that approximately 10% of all training uh, is remedial. So pilots that missed a certain procedure, that you know, a certain situation that they had to train on, uh, very difficult. Okay, the instructor decides you know, they, they they need some uh, they need to repeat this a few times, and you know, that runs up the hours in the sim. And every hour in the sim costs an airline about a thousand dollars. So you really want to reduce those as much as possible. So you can if you can eliminate at least part of that remedial training, that is immediate cost savings. Um, you know, if you can, for instance, um, demonstrate to the regulators that, you know, you have all of this evidence of competency, then in many jurisdictions around the world, regulators actually grant airlines an exemption to do less training. So, you know, as much as half of the training hours could potentially uh, be, be made unnecessary if the airline can demonstrate that, you know, their, their pilots are, are very safe and proficient using, you know, this, this system of record, you know, and then finally, we know from conversations that in a, at a lot of airlines around the world, there's some degree of overtraining that takes place. So an airline that wants to ensure that they're safe will maybe train above and beyond the number of hours that the regulators require. And that's just to be on the safe side. But what if they had a system that could tell them, no, your pilots are safe, they're competent, you're good to go. Um, then you could avoid all of that sort of um, unnecessary overtraining that you do, you know, just to feel a little bit more confident. So a system like ARBS gives airlines that confidence. It gives them a system of record. Uh, it, it, it makes every individual training session that much more efficient. And, you know, when fully deployed, you know, uh, we estimate that this could save several hundred thousand dollars per simulator per year. So as much as half a million per sim per year is kind of what, we, uh, what we've been able to estimate. So moving forward, what's on the horizon? New aircraft types will require these new pilots, new ways of getting around within cities and between cities, short regional hops. And uh, there was a report uh, by McKinsey saying that, you know, we're going to be short 60,000 pilots by 2028 just for the advanced air mobility sector. So how is that going to be trained? We're already having conversations with some of the players in that space on how can we supply training? How can we make sure that we set up a proper competency-based training program using the right tools and leveraging the power of AI to make sure that that is an exciting growth area uh, for, for all of us, uh, a new travel modality that we can get access to. On the more sort of concrete side, um, you know, as our system aggregates more data, it allows us to make more confident and accurate predictions about the skill development of individual pilots. It allows us to make uh, do personalization of the training program tailored around every individual 
Um, you know, we're working mostly with airlines right now, but we'd like to work more also with uh, flight schools. So helping flight schools implement great training programs that can um, hopefully reduce the, the cost of training, make training more accessible to more people. Uh, those are the types of dreams that we have for, for how InstructTech can change, change our industry. discover more customer stories, check out our archives wherever you get your podcasts or visit us online at aws.amazon.com slash fix dash this dash podcast and join the conversation on social media with hashtag fix this by AWS. If you like today's episode, check out previous conversations about how artificial intelligence is helping the Swindon Borough Council tackle litter in episode number 48 and how artificial intelligence can serve as an exciting new way to connect and create art in episode number 46 featuring a conversation about the Smithsonian's Futures Exhibit and Artist Suji Reddy's interactive AI and light sculpture, Me Plus You. Thank you to our guest, Mikhail, and thank you for tuning in. If you like today's show, please remember to subscribe, rate, review, and share. We'll be here on the next one.